Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us in your private time. Hello, kinky and kink cures folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And on this podcast, I'm going to talk about what it is to be in a polyamorous relationship with Slade Draconia, her journey into this lifestyle with BDSM, how to manage personalities, as well as how to vet a seasoned dom and we'll discuss about what it is to go through a journey and failed relationship and failed situations but how all those things lead you to the point that you're at right now okay so we're back with Slade Draconia and uh oh man we lost our first audio so we're doing this again but it's okay the second time is a charm and so, uh, th- so on this podcast, I wanted to discuss with you, sort of like your lifestyle and and things in that nature. So, right now, you're in a situation. You're in a home with your master, and you have other submissives underneath you, and one of them is actually a guy as well. Um, yes, I'm in a MS collared owned dynamic with my master. And then for his request, I am now a ma'am and an owner. I have a submissive slash slave in training. Um, I have a brat. We have a princess. We have another submissive in training. And then we have my pup, which is probably the brightest one of them all. Um, so they call me ma'am. He calls me is. That's kind of how we do it. It works. I never thought I'd straddle that fence or right. jump it or even look at it. But Master said, come here. And I went, okay. So y'all, and it's fulfilling. Um, so y'all covering the gamut. You have all, all, all types there. Yeah, well, you know, I have that kitten side. So so I think so. I said, we have, we have rabbits, chickens, bears, armadillos, penguins. You name it, we've got them. And we love them all. We love them all. Um, we're very, the master and our people, we are not sexual with the purpose. So it's from your heart. It's to make you a better person. And uh, I'm full. Like today, I'm happy. Good. You couldn't have told me that because that's a lot of responsibility. Like for real. Like I feel it. Ugh. But I'm honored. Right. I'm very, very honored. I love my family. And, and, and that's crucial. You know, um, one of the things that we were discussing was different polyamory um, situations, and we were we were debunking some of the 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 lies, and not not some not the lies necessarily, but the misconceptions that it's like a guy with multiple women, everybody sleeping with each other, and all that, and it's and that's not what polyamory is for everyone, right? Someone is living that life, but for the most part, people in polyamorous relationships are living very responsible lives to more than one person. And Absolutely. not based upon sex. Sex is a part of it, but it's not the mainstay. And now all the partners involved are having sex with one another. Mm-mm. And no, dom- like my girl. Like your girl. And so, she, the, uh, and so the dominant- My girl has her own. Right, right. And so the dominant, whether it be male or female, because we've seen people <laughs> who have male subs and male slaves, and they're not and they're not all sleeping together. And so this is something that people need to know that number one, that is not a man with multiple women. It could be uh it could be a, a female with multiple male subs and she's not sleeping with them. It could be a female dominant with a male and a female sub, or like your situation. There's about three or four of y'all, and one's a male, but not everybody's sleeping together. Mm, mm, mm. Now, like I said, um, my girl's very important to me. I love her so much, and I can't fulfill that sexual side. 
but as her ma'am, and I'm not, I'm, well, I'm saying this, but not like, I could never hurt her. I could never harm her. I could never top her. So I found someone for her who I trust that can fulfill that. And they're growing and doing their thing. And he's actually, you know, like really awesome part of our family too. Just not there yet. You know, we always wait, but, uh, you know, polyamory is a beautiful thing. Um, like right now, me and master are not with anyone else and no one will ever sleep in our bed. This is our bed. And I will never go sleep in their bed. And if we're going to play, we'll go somewhere else and do that. If we all three do that or whatever. But it's it, it's not all sexual. There's a hierarchy in place. You know, he's master. I'm his. But I'm ma'am too. And then I have mine. Right. And I pass it to her. And it's that's how a hierarchy works. The only way polyamory can work. It's the only way. You've got to respect each other's boundaries. You've got to respect everybody's stuff. And I'm not saying that... It's perfect every day because it's not. But we love each other every day, and it's a lot of fun. But it's like I we were talking about earlier, this journey, regardless of what flavor it looks like for everyone, it's about being better than what you are today. It's about growing and becoming safely, sanely who you are and protected. Not you know you were talking about you know fake dominance, and I was saying vet, 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 vet. Well, guess what? There's a whole lot of fake submissives out there. A whole lot. Whole lot. They think they talk to you for a year on the phone, maybe meet you once or twice, and then all of a sudden you better be in a relationship. Right. Well, first off, I didn't tell nobody about my master for a long time, up until, what, a week and a half ago? Right. He didn't know. I kept him protected. Right. Because, like you, we're big people. And if... uh. We put out there who we're with. They're going to get slandered. They're going to get ripped apart. They're not, you know, I protected my relationship. My business isn't all out there. It is today. I need it to. But we have to do that. And especially with the ones in my care. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all got some awesome responsibilities for real. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I got to worry about if they're going to get fed, if they're going to, you know, they got what they need. They can go to the doctor. Their health is good. I have to worry about all that. I have to make sure their mental health is right. There's a whole lot to this. Now, as a woman, I'm a nurturer, so I'm okay with that. But, wow. So, kudos to you because, what? And I got males and females. What is that? Maybe right. I am a little crazy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, 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 you meeting him, how's it been for you? to be responsible to others. And and we had spoke earlier, so I'm a, I'm you know I'm gonna jump I'm not jumping ahead, but let me just say this that you had spoke earlier about uh you wanting to serve because that's something that you love to do, but now you've learned how to subjugate some of your responsibilities to others, pass off your responsibility to others. This way this allows you to spend more time with just him at his feet. So how does how has that been different for you to come into this situation and take on such responsibility so so early on in, in your relationship? Well, it was shocking first off. It was you know, anytime you go into a, a dynamic, it's gonna fall apart before it goes together. And I watched one leave, this one come in, wait, that one didn't work, this one come for a visit, yeah, we're not gonna do that. His dad passed away, everything. And I had to put on about fifty different hats in a matter of two months. And but I did it because I care for him and I love him very much. And that's what you do. You hold each other up. But when he said, why don't you try this, do this, this for me. Can you try this? And you know me, I had questions. What? But I did. And when they started coming to me and asking me, can I call her to you? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a lot of responsibility. And we did that. But then when the training got a little bit further, cause if you look at anything about my girl, I brag on her all the time. Ayana, mm-hmm. She does pictures every day. I've got from beginning to the day. She has grown so much. Her service is beautiful that like today I'm sick. She's handled everything for me. And with that done, I can sit and and be at the door when Master gets home with his plate in my hand and his cup, you know, his glass, his bourbon, whatever, or take his boots off or put his boots on. It takes all the responsibility of running the house off of me so that I can do that personal one-on-one service. Right. And then to her being able to pass that buck to the next one, takes that some of that responsibility off and she can come be my right hand mm-hmm. and do that. It's beautiful. It works really beautiful. 
And I never thought I'd see it work like that ever, you know, but we all have our place. We all have our role, but it's, it's a lot of love, but you have got to, you got to know that if you're not first off, even jealousy and service, it's okay for someone else to bring him a drink. Cause I'm in the bathroom. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. It doesn't mean he loves me any less. It's okay for him to pat somebody else on the head. Hey, we argue over Ayana all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time he'll tell me, that's mine. No, no, it ain't. That's mine. That's my collar. He goes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. What's yours is mine. Hey, uh-uh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. But we argue over all the time. But it's true. We're both very proud of her. We're both very proud. Um, she's probably the closest thing I'll have for a sister. I don't know if I'll ever find one. And that's something else. Master's not looking for a third for us, our part of it. He wants me to have a sister. It's not about him. And that's new to me. It's he, he wants me happy. He cares about his submissive. He cares about his slave. Is this. And people hear them, they're like, you let him call you this? Absolutely. Uh-huh. In the store, you'll hear me screaming at the grocery store, Master, can we have this? And people are staring. Right. Or this come here and he'll point. We do the we do the hand gestures and all that. I have to pay attention. But uh, and you know it's it's our thing. But we're just us every day. Even out in the store with Ayana, she's two feet behind me with her hand in a triangle on her lower back. Proudly she does that. I don't expect her to do that in public, but she proudly does that. He opens my car to my truck door. I bounce out. I open hers. That's my job as her dominant. Mm-hmm. Or she'll yell from the back. They can open my door. No, she'll wait for me. But I mean, you learn, you learn to go through this, this thing. You've got, you can't be afraid of change. Right. Does that make sense? Makes a whole lot of sense. Change happens. And Growth happens. I think, uh, the, the, I think what you touched on earlier is how many y'all have gone through before you got to the ones that you have now, because, and I think it's important that people understand this, that you'll meet people that are on their own page. And they want you to be on their page and they come in and they'll try to take over a situation or they'll just and just be about themselves and they're not about the collective. And if they can't fall in line and you got to move on from them people because they're on some people only come in just to wreck your whole situation. Well, you know, and, and master was good about this. He let everybody know. I mean, okay, I'll go public with it. We're actually going to do something very vanilla as well. We are getting married okay. um, because he said that he is going to love. He'll be in love with me. I will always have his heart. He can love another, but no one will ever have that position, mm-hmm. um, which is fine plus this legal stuff too. You know how the stupid vanilla world control stuff. But with that said, when people come in, it's okay if it doesn't work, but he's told others. You realize if you think you're going to push her out, if she leaves, it's over for me. I'm done. He said, because everything I want's right here. Right. And just like I said, if the service ends, I'll never serve again. I will retire my bills. Mm. I'm done. Because he made me shake. Like, ain't no one ever done that. Like, not ever. I couldn't talk. To, I couldn't speak. And he wasn't what you imagined. You're like, I imagined, you know, I had my, this is what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And he is the direct opposite of what this is supposed to look like. Yes. But he's everything. He's he's everything. Um and poor baby, he said, Do you you're slave to Conica? Uh-huh. I knew I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, How do I deserve you? Why do I deserve you? Just because I've trained for thirty two years, I don't know you. Right. And he's made me grow more in two months than I have in the past God, what, eight, nine years? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I ranged up through submission. Mm-hmm. I sure did. And I remember hitting that slave market. I was proud. And then I became an alpha slave. And I was proud of that. And I kind of was okay with that's where it was going to be. Right. And uh, so even so, since our last podcast, it changed. So let me it ask, changed these beautiful people. So let, let me ask you, and I know a lot of people be curious to hear this. We spend a lot of time and online just talking about fake dimes this, fake dimes that. But what would you like how did you recognize that he was a proper dom to follow what are some of those traits and then to be able to trust him in this relationship with other people like what 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 would you say are characteristics that other submissives should look for that are that are are 
redeeming qualities that that's like okay if you find these qualities you you might want to hold on mm -hmm. first off you got to vet and wait let me tell you again you got to vet some more hold on wait a minute you got to vet some more mm -hmm. and then after you're done with that you vet some more, vet some more. and then you, you you don't ever stop vetting and you talk to people but you pay attention to the ones that are in service to him you sit back and you pay attention to that communication and how he treats that person. Are they happy? Are they sad? Are they all over the place? Um, now, yes, when you look at my Facebook, it's all over the place. I'm a therapist. It's going to be. <laughs> However, I mean, for real, just because it says it doesn't mean I'm going through it. But you pay attention to what's going on. You listen. Does he, does he, he called me this in a conversation. And I, we actually met on a platform that I was reviewing. Okay. And um, he reached out, and I, of course, was a pain in the butt and would not respond like I should. And <laughs> he, he said, uh, dangles leash in front of your face. And I went, oh, are you baiting me? He goes, I don't know. Is it working? <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and then he said, um, I said something about not being home yet. I didn't know where home was. Right. And he said, you're not home because I haven't come and gotten you. Mm. Strong. Cocky much? cocky much and then when uh i did come i we did a visit we were doing a two-week visit our last podcast was during my first week and uh like i say he 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 knocked my feet out from underneath me i couldn't speak i i shook i, I think i trembled for three days i had never in my life like never and you know we went through a lot and we this starts developing a family and then I'm in the middle of kink 101, not knowing it. You know, people cross street a little bit kinky, but they don't understand what they are. And they're all trying to run around a poor master trying to plead poly, but not really. And what? And I'm screaming because mm -hmm. I've been structured. I'm on guard leather. And what is going on? And that would just don't you know. And it's okay. <clears throat> so we had a breakdown. But, but it happens. So the purge, whatever. Right. And then it started normaling out. And then I realized I was trying to bring people in too fast mm. because. I felt like I was less than I think. I don't feel like I don't think I, I wanted him to have everything and I didn't think I could give it to him. Yeah. And that's a big misconception that some misses make, by the way. You don't decide what your dominant wants for you and what they want. Right. You let them talk to you about it. You let them come to you and say, I need this because if you trust that person and he especially in Polly, you're gonna have a conversation. Like, I have this need. You can't give it to me. This one can. It doesn't. You know, I mean, you had that conversation. Whatever. I mean, honestly, he even come to me and he said, if you need an outside partner, you. And you know, my jaw hits the floor. Mm -hmm. Most masters are like, I'm not sharing that. He goes, no, I don't want to share you. Right. I don't want to see it happen. But he goes, I, I'll make, I want to make sure your needs are met. And I told him, I said, well, that absolutely breaks my heart to think of anyone else touching me in that manner. Right. That hurts me. I said, so no, sir, I don't want anybody else. He goes, but I don't want you to think, well, we're at the point right now that, you know, we're good. So we're not, we're not shopping. You need to stop looking. Pay attention to people around you. But when you're poly, the connection is not just with the dominance. You've got to have a connection with everyone. Right. Everybody's got to be on, on board. If you've got somebody does this one thing that you can't stand and they actually live in the house, you're going to have to rethink that. Are you are you willing to do that twenty four seven? Right. Every day of your life, can you put up with that one thing without smashing their head? Right. I mean that's logical, you know. Right. If you can't, then you don't go in to try to mess up something that's already established. It doesn't mean you can't be friends. It doesn't mean you still can't learn from each other. It just means it's not a good fit here. Right. And if you do it right, then you have a, a somebody that can say, hey, you know, he or she came in here, it didn't work, but they're amazing people. This is their qualities. This is where they excel. This is kind of where they don't, you know, but they're amazing people. Right. Now, it's, you know, do it right. Now, do it right. That's one of the one of the things, uh, first tenets of, of polyamory is knowing that you can't always be everything to one person. Right. And, no. and we spoke earlier on this. It's like, as a man, we aren't always emotionally available. So for him to bring in a, a what what in some situations called a sister wife is really great because you have someone that you can emotionally lean on, someone that you can connect to in deeper levels than you can with a man. And I feel as though a lot of women want to make their their mate 
their man their girlfriend as well. And you can't, a man can't be your girlfriend. It doesn't mean that it's just some guys are more emotionally connected and some guys aren't. And if you have a guy like that, you know, it's okay if he, in a poly situation, he brings in another woman or opens it up for you to bring a woman in that you can be as a sister with. And it doesn't necessarily mean he gonna have sex with her, but y'all can still be. Well, I have two actually. Um, one that you know. Right. And then I have D Wells. She's been a slave for fifty years. Wow. We do video chats and um the other day she honored me so uh, so much. She called him Master Randall, which is his name. Right. And she told me, she said, Sister, do you know why you feel that way? Because mm -hmm. I was talking about the house because she you know, she served in a house a lot not well, hardcore than mine, but right. I actually served back in the day. And she said, do you know why you feel that way? Because she doesn't believe in love. Remember, wonder where I got that. Uh -huh. And as she said, you find your forever home. Huh. And that's that's what it's about. It's finding out where you fit, right. your place and your purpose. Right. Then you'll find peace. He does. So she's my sister. Well, they were going to try to surprise me and get her here in December, and it didn't work. She was on our end. But he knows that's my sister. And he'll watch us on video chat, and I'm just lighting up, and we're laughing and cutting up. and. She had went to the store and bought me something. She's like, you don't have your nipple spheres, do you? And I was like, no, you know, I don't anymore. Okay, because I got you something and it wouldn't work, you know. But we're just talking about all kinds of stuff. Right. We're sisters. And he goes, I want that for you every day. Right. He said, it's not the sexual side. He goes, I don't need that. I've got you. And if I do, we'll talk about it. He right. said, but I want that for you on the days that you're, you know, not you. Right. And uh, <clears throat> that's why I think. Are being a dual dominant household, and you've got the male and the female. I think the people in our care and our care are going to flourish because they have me, the emotional side, the right. soft, softer side, and then they have him, which is like, oh, mm -hmm. nope, this is what I said. This is how, right. this is how we're going to do it. Right. And he'll always tell me, look, I want this, 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 and this done. How you get it done, I don't care. Just right. get it done. Right. And then I'll come around and look at Aon and be like, okay, we got to get this, 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 and this done. How are we going to do it? She'll be like, I got this, this, and this. They'll have to get this, this, and this. Like structure, we do pictures like I told you every day. Well, you know, we've got a new one in the fold, which is her daughter, believe it or not. And um, I haven't said structure. I've been sick since Thanksgiving. And she's like sending out texts. Y'all yeah, need to send her a picture with this filter on it right. every day. And then she, she told him, well, if you can't send it to her, you need to send it to both of us. That way I can back it up. Right. And I had to smile because she paid attention. It wasn't something I taught her. Right. She was watching me. Right. And that's something else I really wanted to touch on. We need to know as people, veterans, you and I both, people watch everything we think, say, and do. Yes. You know that. And we have to be very careful. But what I need everybody to understand is we're human. We're not perfect. Right. You know, like I told somebody the other day in leather, I said, who knew? I poop. I actually go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, because we're normal every day. Right. We're not always perfect, you know. I'm that needy, probably little, not little, but kind of, where I need that, that side of that person or whatever. We're not perfect. We still function. We still have to feed the dog. We still have to go to the doctor. We still have to pay the bills, regardless of living 24-7. You cannot stick your head in fantasy. People are like thinking, I'm in chains walking around all day long naked, you know, cleaning whatever. You know, I ain't. He goes to work. My hair goes in a messy butt. I shower and I clean. Right. You know, I walk. Like, that is not what that is. Cute picture, though. Right, right. He's not walking around in leathers with a flogger in his pocket either. Nice thought, nice visual. Right. But that's not reality. Right. That's not reality. Right. It's just really, you know, will you, will you meet him at the door naked? No, heck no, I don't. I got clothes on. It's cold. Yeah, that's, or, you know, I'm not sitting in the corner waiting for him all day while he's at work. That's that online You still function. That's that online fantasy that people are just so hung up into, you know, and they're chasing that, and it's not real. It's not real. So No. So on TikTok, I've been doing a little video series, okay. and it's a day in the life of Polly, oh, no. where you see like the laundry and you see right. the brat getting ready for her date with her star and we're excited for her. or you see the dishes everywhere and the stuff that's everywhere because we that's the reality right you know the reality it's fun i enjoy it so how do you guys 
So we talked uh, about as well when I had mentioned uh, a meme that I put up and uh, Master Seiku had hit me, you know, hit the meme up and said, uh, when I, I basically said, you know, be careful who you give yourself to vet them properly because once you give yourself, you sometimes in certain situations, especially slaves, you don't have any rights. And he had mentioned that there are slaves still have rights and room to negotiate different, really different terms, but you know, different things to add on, so on and so forth. And I guess my base thought at that time, and I keep saying I post up at six o'clock in the morning. I need to, th and I need to really read it first before I, I just come out my head and put it down. But what I hear from a lot of submissives that they just want to be slaves and they want to give themselves to a dominant and whatever he wants is whatever he wants. And it just sounds like, okay, but you need to vet that dominant seriously because once you give yourself in that way, it doesn't seem like you have much wiggle room as a slave to negotiate new terms. And so he was saying that they do. And I think it's important that we discuss the... Uh, you know, that first of all, I stand corrected. And also, too, that a lot of these submissives that see themselves as slaves understand that just because you give yourself into a situation and you and you really aren't making any decisions and you're at the behest of, of your dominant, you still have room to negotiate terms. Well, in our house, we have Free Speech Sunday. God help us all. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the first one up running through the house telling everybody what to think. No, not really. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But um, we also have porch time. Mm -hmm. And that's where if I'm frustrated or any of them are, you know, because they can always trump me. Mm -hmm. If I, you know, they feel like I'm not doing right, they go to master. That's the top of the chain. Right. But you go outside, you know, you give your master your bourbon, you ask to have whatever it is. I usually drink Dragon Kiss and we sit down, we have a conversation with that dynamic. And you get it out, whatever it looks like, you get it out. You say, you know, man, I don't like they did this, whatever. Or I don't like you did this or whatever. Right. And then you come in the house and when the door shuts, you're back in dynamic. Do you know how many times I've stopped and went right back outside? Because I wasn't done. Right. Because he wants you to feel better at the end of the day. And he needs to feel better. We don't discuss like household stuff, like massive household stuff, couple stuff in front of them. Okay. We don't discuss finances. We don't discuss that's. They don't need to do that. Right. So we go outside. We, we Not like a mother-father thing because somebody said, y'all are mommy and daddy because they do joke. We don't like it when mommy and daddy fight. We don't, right. but it's fine. But, you know, you go outside and you end that and you finish that. You've always got a voice. A friend of mine, Pixie from my group, I'm going to say it. She, uh, I love that girl. She's right. my sister. She's a phenomenal person. And um, we've known each other a long, long time. And she told me she can never be a slave again because she didn't want to lose her voice. And that's when I told her about porch time. And uh, we actually, um, on porch time, it's actually a thread on uh, the group that I'm in. Okay. And uh, I help write for and stuff. And we just let everybody open up and be, and be normal and know that just because, you know, like Master said, and he comes up with insightful stuff for real. He said, uh, baby, I need you to take dynamic out of it. You take that word dynamic out. He goes, it's just a relationship. And once you look at it from that standpoint, it's just a relationship. It's just a relationship with Ayana. She is my best friend, my right hand, ride or die. Here you go. So proud of her. My baby, my heart. And then you got my Brad, who I live through vicariously and laugh. <laughs> you go, girl. Because I can't. And then you got my pup who, who pouts and does his thing and, and, and then you've got the other one who's like really needing direction and mm -hmm. and they oh it's just i can't tell you it's so fulfilling like mm -hmm. and we're out looking for a new home too it's really cool nice. we found a property that remember we were talking about the bdsm retreat i wanted to do yeah. something like that huh? we actually are probably gonna have a we definitely know we're opening a private dungeon but we're gonna be able to do that but we've got enough space to have our whole family with us and grow and still grow for our pack to grow again, we're not all sexual. Right. We're a family. Our motto is we're all here because we're not all there. Right. Like we, we're a land of misfit people. Hmm. We're broken, but together we fit. Does that make sense? Makes plenty of sense. And it's not just sexual. I mean, yeah, I'm sexual with my master, but it wasn't even that to begin with. And I promise you, I'm not nothing like he ever wanted either. He was like, Really? You're a bigger girl? So 
some people like that. I mean, well, you know, you, you do that, but you, it's perfect. And I can't, I can't wait for you to see it. I can't wait for the whole world to see because Polly doesn't have to be sexual. Right. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, you know, people think you and I've been together, that we were a couple because we don't put our business out there. You and I have never been a couple. But you've been my best friend for years. Right. You know, you give me structure when I I, I would get off the phone with you. Go wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Look what he just did. I know what he just did. Mm-hmm. But you know, and and if you look at it like that, that's kind of poly. Right. If you look at it, it's extended right. family. Yes. It's yes. just family. That's it. And it's not that kinky fuckery, which is nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice too. Let's be honest. I mean, it is a part of it. But at the end of the day, when I hate your face, because I'm about to say it again, I was wrong. When you learn to love someone Mm -hmm. from your heart and let them love you, Mm -hmm. it changes everything. And it doesn't mean you're in love with so many people. Right. But love, I've got love for everybody. Right. Even when in the groups they reach out to me, I'm your friend Phoenix Rosin. Mm -hmm. What's her name? Oh, I love that chick. Mm -hmm. She makes me happy every morning. Mm-hmm. Every morning we good morning, sister, and she is my right. sister. Right. And you know, we, we make these connections and mm-hmm. you know it's a family at the end of the day. It's yeah. you learn to communicate and you learn to act right and you you learn to love one another. And if you do bring a third in or a fourth or a twelfth or whatever, right. you know, and it's sexual, that's not nobody's business but yours. Right. You know, and you handle it your way. Healthy, sane, disgusting, vet. Right. But if it doesn't fit, don't make don't try to shove a square block in a round hole. Right. Don't compromise. If I would have gave up, if I would have settled, you know, sir, I wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. I would not have. I'd have been somewhere that didn't fit. Right. It would have been a little less than I wouldn't have grown. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. And it's about that journey, right? It's about the journey and the people you meet along the way that help you grow that see you through your trying times. It's not about being perfect. It's about owning your mistakes and moving. And like, uh, and just like Phoenix, you know, she is a beautiful woman and she's been learning a lot. Um, just dating advice for me. She went on a weight loss journey. Um, you know, she, I, know. I mean, it's been, you know, it's just been great to see her grow. Uh, it's been great to see how she was going from toxic, toxic dating to really more comprehensive dating and understanding what men really, what what healthy, mature men want and dealing with that. Learning how to spot fakes and keeping it moving and not allowing yourself to get caught up and dragged down into something. And next, you know, you like six months later, you like, man, this ain't going nowhere, but I really like this guy. No, you just, no, keep. Uh Uh-huh. You said that to me. I recall you saying that about two years ago. What are you doing? What are you doing, Emma? Well, because everything else fits. Yeah, but you got that flag. Are you going to look at it? Mm -hmm. And then when I didn't look at it, you didn't talk to me for two weeks till I looked at it. Uh You know, guess what? You were right. You know, I'm not stubborn. Friends do the same for me. I've had female friends like, yo, man, you don't need to be in that nonsense that you ain't get the hell out of that. You know, you deserve better. You know, you're better than that. You know, and, you know, sometimes. Know your worth. You know your worth. And sometimes it's not that you don't know your worth. You're trying to make something work with somebody that you really like. You know, that'd be the difference is you're trying to make something work with someone that you really like, but the situation is not going anywhere. I've got a newsflash for everybody, and I can't believe I'm saying this. That whole little fairy tale of, that's him. That's our, you know, your Mm -hmm. boy. Guess what? Mm-hmm. That's that shit's real. That shit's real. Like I hugged my master and he smelled like cookies. Mm-hmm. Like my whole life, anybody that's ever stayed in my life, anybody that meant anything to me, and I know it sounds stupid, it's probably because I'm round, mm-hmm. and that's okay. But they smell like cookies. Mm-hmm. He took my boy. I was speechless once. Me, me, mm-hmm. I was speechless. Right. And I shook. And he, it just took a look. He doesn't have to yell at me. Right. We don't argue. He just right. looks at me. Right. Do you know how he punishes me? Sit down. I got it. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I can go get my own drink. Sit down. Mm-hmm. 
Whoa. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Or the other day, how about this one? Don't eat my cheer, make me cheer up. He went to go make me a drink, and I yelled, no. No, master. He goes, did you just tell me no? And I went, he said, I will beat the no right out of you. You will not like it. <laughs> and I went, Oh, I said, oh, two hours for two hours because you know what? It is okay for him to make me a drink. Right. It is okay for him to do stuff for me. Yes. It is okay. Yes. It doesn't mean I'm lazy. It means he loves me and he cares and I'm his submissive. I'm his slave. I'm his responsibility. And like you said, he takes it just like I do. Opening yourself up to receive. I know it's hard for when me. you were I mean, I know it's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to accept acts of kindness all the time. You know, it's very difficult. And it's not that I feel like I'm losing control or anything like that. I just, it's just something about it. You know, when you open yourself up that way, uh, it's a very vulnerable place to be. That part, because you know my journey, you know the abuse I've gone through, like physical and mental. Mm-hmm. And to be able to look at him, and you know, you remember the Emma side of me. Mm-hmm. You know my kitten side. You know all those other sides that I didn't let out, right? Because I didn't want them hurt. Right. Yes. I I let them out with him, and we've had those private moments, and they're safe with him. And it doesn't matter if he's male or female, because you know that when I was with, I'm not saying her name out of respect, but my ex, ma'am. Mm-hmm. It was that connection there too, but it was a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of feel that with Ayana and I. Mm-hmm. That kind of connection is what we have, and and that's why I know that me as a ma'am, I was taught by the best, mm. by the best. I was yeah. shown example by the best. Yes. So I got this, but when you find that right one, I'm telling you, it's there, and it don't matter if it's that right one or the right twelve. Right. Because Master made me shook. Ayana made my eyeballs leak, you know, um, the pup, he had me in tears, you know, the brat, she made me laugh, you know, and then when the other one came along and she talked to me, she said, I want one of those collars. And I was like, do you even know what it means to get that? Well, a little later, we had a conversation, she said, I've been studying DDLG research. And I said, research is great, but can we talk about how it really looks? Right. Not that it doesn't look, but you know, because if people are getting caught up in cookie cutter. Yeah. I promise you, me and Master are not cookie cutter, nothing. Right. right. No, it's like for real nothing. Everybody's relationship is their own and it's up to what you negotiate. And Absolutely. Get the fantasy out your head and do what the reality is. And be- well, you know, that's why I tell people when they come visit, your first three, four visits are non sexual, period. Yeah, no doubt. None. Yes. We're going to sit and chill and eat popcorn and watch TV. Yes. You, you know, know, and then I'm going to make you watch Story of Bell and see if you blush. Yes. You know, you get to know each other and how they like their salad and mm-hmm. how they laugh. And because yes. when you walk out of the bedroom, you still have to have that. It's a family. And especially if you all want to live together. Yes. You know, you have to. I hope our pack grows to hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. I hope we have gatherings where there's people everywhere. Yes. Just like, you know, when Sir Inc. does his stuff, I'm going to be a part of that house. But I can't wait. Yeah. And I hope we have thousands of people there, there too. Is. There it is. I can't wait. Like, yeah. I still want a shirt, man. Oh, I got you. I promise you, this one won't burn it. I got you. I got I to gotta get my boy back up on his printer. But I, I got you. We're we going to do that. We, I'm going to make that happen. So... I was like, he's got shirts and makeup now, and I, oh, no, I like to look I pretty. I'm sending you. You know what? I, I, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna get my son to make up a shirt for you, and I'm gonna package that with some makeup. I got you. Don't worry about it. I, I you will have it before Christmas. Trust me. Okay. You will have it. And Christmas. you know, like I, I'm excited, and like I, you know, I can't wait for Master and everybody to get to meet you, and we'll finally get to sit down and have that meal. Yes. And you know. Yeah, I've talked to your friend, and we want to meet too. And right. and I'm up here close to Lisa Pixie and everybody, right. so we're all gonna try to get together and go to Subspace and Indy. Cool. I mean, it's just it's growing, and so, I'm happy. Right. Like, so let me talk to you. And this is what it is. It's education, and I want to keep doing this. And for so all the ones that want to ask my name mm-hmm. and say everything I'm not, yeah, you're right. I may used to been that, that way, but I'm not that way now. And I love you, and I forgive you for what you say about me, and I hope you find happiness. Mm-hmm. I had to get that out. Yes. Because I ain't mad. 
Because I've been blessed. I've been blessed. You know, I got a great life. It may not be perfect, but it's mine. Yeah, no doubt. It's my stupid, crazy family. (laughs) All of ours is, right? So let me ask you a question. Absolutely. So with that being said, you have a collar now. You have a- I do, it's an eternity. And you have a ring now. Well, we are, I have a, this one till then, yes. So I spoke on, well, I wrote a, a, I wrote, I wrote a little something on that last week, how people, right? You know, I think you comment on it. People consider in this lifestyle, the collar to be more significant than a ring. Can you elaborate on that? Because you're in this position right now. Absolutely can. Absolutely can. The, the wedding ring thing is only for legal issues. It's only to protect him and anything that we build together. Like if we want to do the dungeon, you know, I just want to make sure that if something happened to me, nobody could come back and try to take it from him. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with me. It's just protecting each other. Plus, he wants me to have his last name. That's pretty hot. I like that. Yeah. By the way, I, my name has changed. So, but we're not going to do it on here. We're going to be slave to Kronika here, but okay. you'll know. Okay. Anyway. The new name you see is actually legally changing. Good. And uh, yeah, I love it. But, you know, with that said, my collar means more to me than anything. Because when my first husband passed, he called me in and took it off. Hmm. And I hyperventilated three days before. And I didn't understand. He told me, he said, I'm not him, baby. He's out there. He's out there. He's getting ready for you. He's going to find you. But it's not me. Right. Had he not, I would have served that color until death. Right. Till my death. My sister slave D. Right. She serves her master who is going today. Hmm. She she surrendered. She put her yard collar up and her bells. And she has not been in service to no one else. And that's what it means. Right. It's not a day collar. It's not a, I can take it. I'm a slave. This is my life. When I can't breathe, I feel it. He's there. Right. You know, like that's more to me. I have to trust him with my entire life. My husband, I get mad at you and divorce you next week. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I can't get mad at you and rip this off because it ain't coming off. Right. Unless you chop my head off. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's the bond within this is so much more. Right. It's trusting him. I know here's here's my life so you can live. Take my last heartbeat so yours will beat one more time. Right. And I mean those words. Right. I mean it. I know the significance in breath play now right. because it's their breath. Like my writing, what do you see? I live that. Right. You you give everything you have. And when people understand it's an exchange of power, he what he hands me is beautiful. You know, when he's at his weakest moments, he comes to me. And I hold him. And that's okay. Yeah. And then when he gets through it, I pick him back up and here you can have this back. I don't want it. You right. good? Right. And we laugh. We laugh. I mean, it's just right. And and people need to realize that you see the pretty stuff we we write and you see the pretty pictures we post and everybody thinks in submission you have to look like a size two and it's perfect. Heck no. I got a whole thing where I did a bondage shoot and I still think it's a pretty picture. Uh-huh. But some people thought it was like a broken can of biscuits. I don't care. It's all over <laughs> the internet today. Uh, but you know what of, I mean? It's one of the more popular BDSM photos uh, around. That one and me over the table, too. Yes. And I always laugh, and they're like, that ain't you. And I'm like, yeah, huh, go look. Look uh, at the, the, the end of the day. They're like, oh, that is you. Duh. Uh, but, you know, submission isn't a size, and neither is dominance. True. Neither is dominance. True. My, I've served tiny ones that were 10 foot tall to me. <laughs> Master's a smaller guy. Right. 130 pounds wet, maybe. Maybe six right. foot tall, maybe. Right. Well, you know, I'm a bigger girl. Right. I'm just at 200 now. Down from 586, but at 200. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit bigger than my sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sir. He is 10 foot tall and a mountain to me. There you go. Beautiful. It doesn't have a size. Right. You know, at this point, I told him, I said, you could have been a 600 pound woman and I'd have just been screwed. Uh, because he had already won my submission. Right. I'd already knew. But you like I say, you have to visit. You have to make it not sexual. Right. Yeah. You have to give the learn to do a few tasks, do a, just a few things mm-hmm. between each other. You know, I expect this, this, and this. And if you can do that, then we'll go to that. 
and be communicate, but always be honest. Yeah. Always be honest. You know, like <clears throat> that's why I knew we were headed to this dynamic. Right. I come to visit. You know, if it didn't work, it wouldn't have worked, and we'd have. I'd have went back to Tennessee or wherever I was at the time. Actually, I thought my next place was Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, it just you do what you do, and you know the red flags. Trust the red flags. If you got something your gut tells you, uh-uh, there's an uh-uh there. Trust those red flags. Ooh, trust there's those. an uh-uh. Trust those red flags. Absolutely. If your gut tells you no, that's probably not gas. No. You know, that's probably something telling you to stop. Mm-hmm. Reevaluate. Even within yourself. Own your toxic behavior. Own where you screwed up in something. My master said this. I'm going to share this with you. It's beautiful. He said... Every, and then another guy told me too, Tiger BDSM. By the way, he told me to tell you, hey, dude, because he watched our, our listened to our last podcast and you were breasting. Anyway, that is super cool. Not for me, but super cool. Anyway, he said, every success we share in, but every failure goes to the dominant. Mm. And it hit me. I said, well, how, how is that? <clears throat> he said, because I've not done something right. Whether I wasn't clear. I wasn't concise. What was the reason that you felt? What didn't I provide? And when my master said it, I smiled. Because he's tricky. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll, he'll, he don't even tell me he's doing it. You don't even know. And then I turn around, I look at him and go, uh, are you serious? Who could have said I'd be having some misses in my care? Come on. Right. You know me 12 years. Right. And I'm flourishing at it. Right. I fought it. Right. No, am I switchy? No, I'm his slave. Mm-hmm. I'm his slave, but I'm their ma'am, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all about the love. It's all about giving each other what you need. It's all about service to one another. And we talked about that, <laughs> right? It's, it's hierarchy, understanding how hierarchy keeps order, and it comes from the head on down. So anything that he puts you responsible for is at his behest, is at his will. And you're 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 doing his will when he can't be there to do it. And that's what your number one, your head mistress, your head man, madam, is supposed to do. Right. And it's funny because all the things that I've watched you go to what, Georgia and be a part mm-hmm. of a house and learn and watch you go over here, do that. I watch you in different situations and you know, as as men, we look at things that don't work out as failure, but it's not. It's really, it's really all training for where you are now, right? Absolutely, because now I look at it, and that even Texas, I learned to work in the the lifestyle industry, right? And I was learning to be a, a demonstrator in dungeons, and I got to be right. a model and bring my self esteem back. Right. I got to do all that, and then Alabama, you know. I realized what I didn't want, what I didn't need. Okay, that doesn't work. When I got to Georgia, I got to be in freaking leather with these, oh my God, these people are amazing. Right. And, you know, got to talk to the goddamn of Atlanta, Lady D, talked to her the other day. It was great. And, you know, like, I met all these cool people, and then it broke again. And then I ended up in Louisiana with a friend, and it didn't work out. And I left from there and went to California. And. Oh my God, that changed my whole life. Right. My whole life. Right. And then I go back to Alabama and do what I had to deal with and come back into the community a year and a half later. And did I stumbled upon my happy. I stumbled upon the reality. Yeah. And I almost gave up. Don't give up, right short of your miracle. Yeah, no, you no. don't know what it looks like. No. I mean, listen, life is life is like this is is you say you want something, you say you want to be something and life is challenging you to see how bad you want it. And it's going to it's going to take you through times of heavy doubt, the verge of giving up before mm-hmm. it gives you it rewards you what you want because it wants to know if you want it or not. Because right. they want to be a subjective. Everybody says they want to be a dominant. And we can have all this online stuff and write beautiful words. But unless you really, unless it really confronts you, until you stay for it to confront you, 
and you go through them ups and downs, those in and outs, those failures, those fade downs, those fade subs, all that, all that nonsense. You know, it, but it, but it wasn't all them either. I owned my part. Oh no doubt. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a learning process, period, for both sides, right? But it's it's to test who you say you are, what you want to be, right? And I mean, and there's a lot of failure in that. I mean, mm -hmm. I failed, I failed, I failed several submissives that could have been better, but I wasn't really where I wasn't where I'm at now, so I know where I went wrong. And I and I like you said, I appreciate those experiences. I appreciate those people. Um, it wasn't too egregious, but I just you know want them to know if they're listening that uh, you know I appreciate them because they've helped me become the dominant that I am now, and it just made me more reassured of who I am. But it's it's taught me how to really manage women better. Yeah, different types of women, different types of like you said, everybody's got some drama, some 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 trauma so you you got to learn how to deal with different people's stuff you know mm -hmm. absolutely you know even i knew when i came back into the community and i stepped out big right like i started out big again that there will be a few we had discussed it that we're gonna come out and start mouthing right start coming up with stuff and you know what i had a smile because uh my mina told me before she passed away she said shay 35% of the people in this world are going to love you no matter what you do. Yeah. 35 are going to hate you. Yeah. No matter what you do. She goes, the rest really don't give a shit, so why should you? <laughs> and if I didn't have haters, that meant I'm doing something wrong. That is. Just please everybody. Well, well, I mean, you know, I think forgiveness is hard for a lot of people. You know, that's just what it is. I, you know, forgiveness yeah. is hard. You know, is forgiveness is hard. And, uh, and, and well, I've had a lot of people want me to badmouth X Dynamics. They wanted me to bring the negative, and I'm not going to. Right. I'm just not. Right. I mean, it's hard. Listen, it's hard for people to forget. It, it is just yeah. And you know, we, you know, it, it, and that's the reality of life. But life moves on, and we must move on with it. I got people that fuck mm -hmm. me around, but I'm just not holding on to it. But you, 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 you recognize it and make a note of that and keep moving. Yeah, I have to realize that you know maybe you know I did have toxic behavior at one time or whatever, and I maybe you know it ain't always been nice. My mouth ain't been pretty, but today I don't I don't hate anybody. Yeah. I don't care if they smear me. I don't care because today I'm a different person, and right. and that's because of this lifestyle. And that's because of the journey. And and when you get, I guess maybe because I'm 50 years old, mm -hmm. but when you get here, you just kind of breathe and accept this is what it looks like. And it doesn't have to look a certain way anymore. And it, you know, I've argued with you over stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh, that ain't how it looks. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does kind of look like that. Mm -hmm. Or what may not look like that, but it's going to look like that a little bit. Right. You tweak things, you do things just like a recipe. Right. I'm Southern. Everything I cook has butter and salt. Uh, when I was in California, mistress did not like neither one. And, ooh, and she was like, like cooking. They eat different. Uh, no, look here, a whole banana with a fork. I'm from the South. She told me a lady didn't need a banana that other way. I told her I'd get more boyfriends if she let me. You know, I mean, it was. she was like, nigga, knock it off, you know? But it was, we're all different. Right. We're all different. And when you accept everybody for just the way they are, right where they're at, right. and don't expect it to be any more, any less than what they are today, the beauty you'll learn, the beauty you'll see. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what your smile says to somebody. You don't know. I remember the first time you said hi to me on Sir Inc. is the other one, right. the first one. First one. Huh? And I saw that picture and I was like, that's my butt. I was, I thought it was funny, you know? <laughs> and when you wrote back to me, we sometimes don't realize what an impact that is. Yes. That is At the end of the day, and we need to make sure that we love on everybody in this world today. I mean, I've met people on that page, through that page, like yourself and others that have just changed my life and have become dear friends, people that I definitely hold close to me. If they needed anything and I have it, I give it to them. Um, I've had people, I had one guy and I haven't spoken to him in a while. I need to hit, give him, give him a, a message. 
but uh, he lived in Tennessee, and he got caught up in that fire. Uh, his hospital. Oh. And and I told my friends we all put together clothes for him, a couple of dollars, and sent it to him. You know, it's like that's what we supposed to do. You know, that's the beauty of well, it. I've never met this gentleman, but because he came to the page every day, we all had conversation to the page in the group together. And I just, you know, I just felt compelled to help. Well, we've got someone in our group. Um, I hold her very dear. She's a co-owner. And uh, we're trying to raise money for her. She's got stage three cancer. Yes. And, um, okay. and I'm trying to get it out there, but you can't push it too much. You know how people are. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what, the leather community is trying to step up. Because you have a lot of leather houses, but you got to move your money around to be able to do it. It's like a chain of command with that too. Right. But they're coming out to fix my my master's mom's house. They do Habitat for Humanity, part of the leather community I'm in. So they're gonna come and redo her whole house for free. And I'm glad you I'm glad you reminded me that I'm gonna make a donation to uh, to that young lady. I forgot to make, I posted on my page, but I, I need to make a donation. I'm gonna make my donation. She is an amazing person, and I'm not trying to like bring it up here, but I'm just saying. That's oh, all good. We're talking. Hey, she is amazing. I'm gonna tell you, she's raising her grandchildren, adopting them as hers. She has been there for me like you have. Mm -hmm. She taught me out of the woods when I wanted to take my life, and you know, told me come sleep on my couch, girl. You right. know, and you know, she's amazing, and she doesn't like everybody to put it out there. Yeah, because it's all about the community and it's all about awareness for her. Yeah, she said we're taking away from her. So yeah, Pixie talked about her in grand fashion. So I, I definitely will. I I I just been so busy with the holiday season, but I'm gonna make my donation tonight. <laughs> well, you know me well enough to know, and I'm gonna tell you that woman is amazing. Yeah. You know, and when I was sick, when I went through my kidney stuff, she helped me. Right. You know, we don't talk about that. A lot of people right. don't realize that I have an illness that I fight with every day because right, right, right. I don't have an expiration date on my foot. Nope. Right. Uh, you are stuck on me. Right. But, you know, you that's what community is about. And I think that's kind of why I'm where I am today with the lifestyle is let's love each other. Right. Let's show we're not just a bunch of kinky people. Right. That we take care of our own. Yes. You know, and, and to the vanilla world, we're crap. Right. We're no good. We're sexual deviants and a bunch mm -hmm. of drug addicts. And we mm -hmm. dress up like ferns. Hey, those are fun to chase because I got squeakers in their tails. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. I did that. On a, anyway, different story, different day. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just but help right. each other. Love we, each other. We, we have to make our tribe stronger and support one another. Absolutely. So absolutely. Before we uh before we sign off. Do you have anything you want to leave our our my listeners with? Anywhere yeah, that, any place that they should find you? Anything that you feel as though they need to support? You know. Okay. Well, um, lifestyle adventures and support on Facebook. I write for them. I am a mod because I had to start out all over again. Um, find me there. I'm Slave Straconica. With an S on Facebook. Um, I'm Brandon Randall, B R E Y N Randall, R A N D L L on TikTok. And we're going to, I'm careful with who I put there, but we're starting a series of Polly Proud and a day in the life of slavery and what BDSM really looks like. You know, and, and let's just get together and love each other, get to know each other, and have a conversation. Let's all start talking a little bit. Let's be a family. That's what we are, you know? And as always, it's always an honor to serve you, sir. Yes. So proud of me. You are my best friend. I mean, I have nothing but love for you. Number love. Number love. I appreciate you Thank so you. much. And all my listeners know where they can find me is Sir I and Q on everything Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can catch me on kingspace.net. We're trying to form this community there. And I'm on YouTube now. I'm doing videos for YouTube. So I've been posting my links up so y'all can check me out. Please like and subscribe. Here I am. I'm one of these people. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe, please. So we can get this. So we can get this rolling. Cause here's what I would love to do. I would love to build my following up to the point where I can monetize my page and I can start working as much and I can travel more doing what I love to do, which is this, talking to people, building my world mm -hmm. community up. And when we get this virus thing situated, I can go to different countries and have different functions, different munches in different places and bringing a worldwide community together. That is my mission.
That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.